Well, welcome everybody who's tuning in to um, getting it off her chest. I had to read what, what the hell. What is this again? Yeah, getting it off her chest. I'm Jay Del Rey and I'm here with the beautiful Catherine Walton. Um, your picture now looks really good because before oh, when we were just chatting, I couldn't see you, but now it's it seems to have kicked in, which is great. Um, Catherine and I, I actually, our memory on Facebook came up of being friends three years ago. So I think it's possibly that we met through the water shop. Um, yes. And then we've got a lot of mutual friends. So um, Gold Coast is pretty small. <laughs> so we know a lot of people. And, uh, you know, we've, we've kind of, we, we know what's going on with each other in um, lives through Facebook. We haven't had a lot of interaction together, but there is definitely feels like some synergy and connection, um, I guess, with what we do and, you know, with our focus on health. And it's one of the reasons why I really wanted to chat to you today because of the topic we're going to discuss today, which is about um, breast implants. Uh, so I'm just going to hand it over to you quickly, Catherine, just to introduce yourself. Um, what is it that you do up on the Gold Coast and just a bit of a background into you to start with. Okay. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Um, so my name is Catherine Walton and um, I've been on the Gold Coast for over, oh, since I was 19, so now I'm 34. Um, and so I've been massaging for the last 14 years. So my passion is massage um, and I also teach Hawaiian healing massage. So um, my background is, so we've got a massage business here on the Gold Coast and I'm so passionate about it now that we share the Hawaiian healing through our courses. So um, that's a great joy for us. So the purpose of that is to help people bring awareness to their body and to their heart and create a life of empowerment so they can live a life that's truth and gives them freedom. So, yeah, I love it. And I love people as well. So it's so nice to connect every day. <laughs> yeah. Such a lovely, you know, person, a lovely being, You've got a beautiful energy about you and, um, you know, it's, I was kind of shocked when I when I you know saw on on Facebook um, that you'd had this this issue with your the, your breast implant. So, um, what we're going to talk about today is actually explanting, so um, removing um, implants because of health issues. Uh, I've done a bit of research and I've been following a lot of um, Instagram accounts. Um, there is a documentary that's coming out called uh, Explant, I think it's called. And it's an interesting topic. It interests me because I've had a double mastectomy for people that don't know me um, through my cancer journey. And um, I was told to get a reconstruction or, or offered a reconstruction. And, and I kind of felt like uh, I didn't want to because of something foreign being in my body but also I'd just been through the cancer journey it was just something that I, I didn't feel really at that time I didn't even want to go there you know I was like oh they're off and let's just deal with the cancer but um you know recently I've been watching um women a lot of women starting to get their breasts removed because of health issues so I just wanted to hand it over to you and talk about what you know 
when did you find out that you that this might have been a problem for you and when did you get your implants to begin with and and why is, is a good place to start yeah so it's interesting because um it was 2011 when i had my implant so i went through a breakup so i had a daughter and we separated so i became a single mum and I had a lot of insecurity in my chest because I, I had small, saggy boobies. <laughs> um, but I hear what you say about um, a foreign um, product in you because intuitively, and I was working at a health retreat at that stage, and intuitively I felt like, do I do it, do I not? But then I felt like, you know what, I'm single and I need to feel good and feel up. So for me, I felt like I'm just going to do it. Um, so the doors didn't actually open when I went there, <laughs> meaning um, I got, um, yeah, like all elected, I got declined from my loan and I had to wait four hours before I had surgery. And then he told me, sorry, we can't do today. So there was a whole process mm -hmm. where it was clear fine from the universe. I shouldn't have done it. <laughs> um, however, <laughs> yes. <laughs> So I did go through a transition period after um, I loved how they looked and I felt really confident with my new um, implants. Um, however, I did have a part of a grieving going, okay, like I was scared I was going to reject the product um, yep. because I am a strong believer in natural products. Um, and I was surprised that it didn't reject. And I was like, oh, wow, my body didn't reject it. So it's weird because my intuition knew, but something my appearance I guess I wanted to feel good in myself mm. um but then it actually did fill me up in my confidence because then it actually felt really I accept I went through that part of transitioning with the implants and then I ended up loving them <laughs> and they became part of me and I, I didn't get them to yeah to look good like for the way I look but I got them for myself so yeah. I just felt yeah, yeah. Comfortable in my own skin. I, I get that because, you know, I don't have any breasts. I rely on, um, you know, these chicken fillets that they give you when you get mis mastectomy or um, padded kind of um, little bralette things, and which I've got on today. Can't even see. I mean, I'm so used to They're it now. Beautiful. It's like, <laughs> it was like six years ago, so I'm used to it. But, you know, when I wear a dress and that, I want to feel like a, a woman, you know, I just I felt to me, my boobs were everything. Like I had a beautiful 12 C cup, I had a beautiful pair of boobs and they were, you know, they made me feel sexy. And so I totally get why people do it. Um, but what, what is, un, what, you know, what is sad is that it's actually causing a lot of um, health problems, you know, like, and I think we're gonna talk about this, you experienced a lot of fatigue. Um, there's also Hashimoto's, arthritis, autoimmune diseases. I mean, these breast implants came into the market in the 1960s and in about the 1980s, they started to realise that there were problems being caused because of the rupturing. And then in the early 90s, um, about 91, they were banned because there were um, links to cancer, which we're going to talk about soon. Um, and you know the Dow Corning, I I believe, were the creators of these implants. They had such a huge payout. They lost three point seven billion dollars in paying out mm. all these problems. You know, so 
but then back in the late, you know, late 90s, it was back on again. They're, they're safe. Everything's okay. And now there seems to be an, a, a surgence of explanting due to health problems. So can you just run us through? So you got them in 2011. So when did you start feeling there were problems coming? Um, it's hard to, so probably the last two years, um, or maybe a year and a half, because I've done a lot of self-development, um, like doing Hawaiian massage and a lot of healing, but yeah. something just didn't feel right in the last year and a half, so I was more emotional than normal, and um, I just felt every day like my, I was so exhausted and my hair was snapping, um, and I just thought it was just me um, going through something. I didn't know what it was, so... Um, so I couldn't pinpoint it, but I knew that there's something wasn't right within me. Um, yeah. So even when I'd exercise, I'd just be so depleted and my energy was just like, oh, my goodness. Like, I couldn't even explain how tired I was. Um, yeah. And nothing I would do if in the past work. Like, even massages would last over a week or two weeks. And this time it wouldn't, like, a day would last and then I'm depleted again. So something was not right and I knew... I couldn't pinpoint, like my brain, because I'm a positive thinker, my brain yeah. would be like, because I've heard of this implant issues, but my brain was like, as even implants would do that, I'm healthy, it wouldn't be yes. that. So I didn't even look at it if it was that. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah but only recently, um, like I got diagnosed on this, of um, cancer on the, AL, um, on the 1st of July this year, this so just over three uh, months. Yeah. yeah, so it was a massive shock because um, so pretty much I had internal itchiness inside my right breast probably for the last year on and off and I couldn't pinpoint what that was. I just thought my implant was causing um, some irritation. But yeah. only just a few weeks before I was diagnosed, I, my, I went to pick up my daughter and she goes, Mum, why have you got such big boobs? I wish you had small boobs. And I didn't actually have really big implants. They were just quite natural looking. And yeah. I looked in the mirror and I noticed that my right breast doubled in size. And wow. you know, my daughter, so we were looking in the mirror and we're like, oh, my goodness. And because I was positive, I was like, oh, I'm a Willy Wonka. Look at my <laughs> And I was just mucking around with it. So I didn't take it seriously at the moment. I just thought it was hormones. Um, oh. but, but then I had a friend that is super intuitive. So she does shamanic healing and yeah. she's always on point. And she saw them and she said, this is not right. She was, I'm telling you now, you've got toxic time bombs inside of you and you need to get them checked today. And wow. then I took it seriously. <laughs> Okay, yeah. so you went to the doctor and did you say, I think it's my implants or did you just go in and say, can you just give me a health check? At that time, I knew my implants were not right. So okay. it was to do with because one doubled in size. Yeah. Um, so I said to her, what's going on? And then she sent me straight to get an ultrasound. So yeah. I had an ultrasound and then they saw fluid inside my right breast. Um, and that day, because I was going to Bali the next day, um, I saw my original surgeon. Luckily, the door opened where he was available. So 
I cancelled my bookings and went straight to see him. And then he looked at me and he said, um, by the way, the implants that you have inside of you were banned one and a half um, or two years ago and you have one in a thousand chance of having cancer. And oh, it was intense. Oh, I bet. So, yeah, and I was just, I couldn't hear anything. I had my partner with me and I was going to faint and I thought I was like, I couldn't. It was yeah. freaky. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I get you. I totally know where you're coming from. Um, mm. So what happened next? What happened next? Um, and then what happened, like I had a friend's wedding, so the next day I went to Bali for four days and I was so scared to hop on the plane because I felt like my, it was so full of fluid. <laughs> but yeah. before I went, I booked in an ultrasound and MRI, so that was when I came back. So then the yeah. next thing is I had an MRI and an ultrasound and um, the ultrasound, sorry, not ultrasound, sorry, aspiration biopsy. And mm -hmm. the aspiration biopsy um, came back positive that I had cancer from my breast implant. So the name of it is called BIAALCL lymphoma. So it was um, cancer inside the fluid around the breast implant but inside the capsule. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, what did they say you had to do? Um, so I was, and I was so blessed because when I got the results, I saw a surgeon that on the Gold Coast called Dr. Craig Late, and he is a very well-known, um, highly respected surgeon. So he also teaches surgeons. So he knew exactly. I was in the hands of someone that knew his stuff. And right. he he did have high um, prices, so his price was about thirty to forty thousand um, dollars, because he said it is a very major surgery because I need to have um, like first he said I have stage one lymphoma, and he said the way to treat it is you need to have both implants taken out and the capsules, which is scar tissue around the implant. Um, and it, I need at least a year to heal from that, so no implants to be put back in. Um, mm -hmm. And I didn't have health cover, so he, um, he said, okay, well, what I can do is I can put you to the public system. And he knew an amazing surgeon um, called Dr. Anne Wilkinson that is all over this um, cancer, and she's done a lot of surgery with this. Um, right. So I got everything for free through the Gold Coast Hospital. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Fantastic. I was lucky. So lucky. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And so, so there's there's quite a lot of other people that you've met recently that have had the same similar cancer or just different cancers. Is it is it a common type of cancer for this? Yeah, they call it a very rare form of cancer. Um yeah. There has been, there's over 130 Australian women diagnosed. So I'm on a group where other women are diagnosed with the same breast implant cancer. Um, oh. It's really, like, where I'm concerned is the implants I had were brand new to the market. They were Brazilian implants from um, called Silamed and that they were new to the market um, at that stage. So they were highly textured. So it's from textured implants. Um, right. So where I'm concerned is 
um, I don't want to put any women to so much fear, but it's just about being aware is yes. that because it's new to the market, even though they say it's rare, but how rare is it? Like I'm still, I'm someone that has had it and so is other women. So it's yes. just, yeah, so they've been through a lot. It's very traumatic to get told you have cancer and there's been four women that have died from this. So, oh. at the, yeah, so when you hear that you've, as you would know, when you hear that you've got cancer, especially in your breast, like it's such a vulnerable yeah. area and the anxiety that comes. Um, yeah. So, yeah, massively shocking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and still very fresh. Um, so, yeah. so you had the surgery and um, is it just a matter of just taking them out and sewing it up? Like do you still have... What, what do you have there now? Like, do they take all the tissue out or what? Yeah, so with the surgeon, um, so to have, so they took out the full capsule, so they needed to remove every part of my scar tissue that was formed. So when a, a product that's foreign enters the yeah. body, this is how amazing the human body is, yeah. um, your body goes, okay, this is foreign, what is this? So it creates a scar tissue to protect the human body. So yes. that's called a capsule. So what they do, um, because I had the cancer inside the capsule, it was in the fluid, um, yeah. so the capsule saved my life, which yes. is so freaking the thing. Yes. Um, and it stayed intact so it didn't spread. Um, so because I had early stages, the treatment was um, it's uh, they did major surgery with it, so they cut open underneath where they do the surgery, but the scars are a little bit longer, and they okay. take the implants and the, the capsules out, um, yes. but they make sure that all of the scars, there's no capsule whatsoever because if um, there's any form of cancer left in the capsule, then that can spread and turn into tumours throughout the body. So yeah. they removed the capsule and the implants, and so I've got, my warrior scars underneath <laughs> yeah that's yeah yeah <laughs> yeah okay. so yeah <laughs> well that's good and how do you feel now like after I mean it's such a it seemed to all happen so quick you found out then it was pretty quick in getting you in and getting it done and what's been the you know what what's been the outshoot of of this experience for you um, it's like, it has been a fast track thing. It's only been four months since it's all happened. Um, yeah. yeah, so it's definitely like, I've noticed that I feel relieved as well. Um, yeah. at the time hearing that I had that, um, it was very traumatic cause it's unknown of what stage and do I have to have chemo or, um, you know, all of that sort of treatment. Um, however, now I feel like I'm feeling like I'm myself again because I'm reflecting now going, oh, okay, now it makes sense. I was feeling this way because there was toxicity in my body. So yes. my emotional well-being and my mental state was not how it was, how it is now. So now if I get challenged or triggered about anything, I just feel like a normal person <laughs> because <laughs> it's only, <laughs> it doesn't last a week. <laughs> Yeah, right, right. Well, I mean, I'm not normal, but, I mean, I feel like I'm me <laughs> yeah. again is probably the best yeah. way of saying, like, um, 
I feel like I'm my light self and I feel like I can think clearer. Um, I'm still also realised because I felt some itchiness in my right breast the other day and I still, that feeling of anxiety came back and and then it reminded me, oh, well, like, okay, this anxiety is real and it did riddle me and I had to take three months off work. Um, however, on the positive note, we have a choice, like, to either do I want to live in that pain or do I want to learn from it and heal and make a positive life out of this? So, so from that, I've now made, made some business changes and I've got a beautiful, incredible new girl working here and we've, we're setting up a health retreat business that's um, really to help support and, um, people through trauma and grief. And, um, right. yeah, so, we're, so I feel like it, my passions come through to really share and also sharing is really healing, um, but yeah. also to help women, like, to allow space for them so my clients come in and, um, because I've gone through a deeper healing, I feel like I can hold space for people go through their healing more because it's peeled off a whole layer of oh, yes. <laughs> blocks yes. or whatever it was. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Got that off your chest. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Got yeah. it off my chest. That's definitely yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's interesting. Yeah. Um, you know, I've read a lot of things and I've watched a lot of videos on, YouTube of women that have gone through a similar thing, not not um, the cancer. I haven't seen anyone's of those, but um, which is great that you're getting out there and talking and getting some awareness out there because it can get very, very serious. Um, but just one woman described the fatigue was like uh, similar to, you know, the like the worst jet lag that you could ever experience, just not being able to move. And then within days of having them out, like, almost immediately feeling normal again like it's that quick True. the turnaround to feeling great is just so quick it's like the body's going phew we don't have to work so hard now to to deal yeah. with that yes so many women share that it's so true yeah. and for me I was on the biggest high after surgery like everyone came with all these flowers and I got all these gifts and it's so beautiful and yeah. I was like why is giving me all these gifts I'm like amazing yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I know I'm like I'm free yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. It's yeah I mean I, yeah it's a journey like and then I have moments where I feel so good and then I have moments where I, I realize okay my body still is healing so yeah. I still need to just and also the biggest lesson from this is um I feel like our body is such a um, like any pain we go through or trauma, it's such a powerful um, messenger for us to learn from. So yeah. I just did some, um, I was a volunteer to experience some psychosomatic therapy where they explain what we can manifest in our body through emotions. Yeah. And I got a lot out of that on a personal level because I really care about people so much where um, in the past I would put myself like last and then I'd worry about everyone else um mm. but what I learned from this is to now like the health has been a big scare but it's saying no now my health is so important um yes. and to set healthy boundaries in my life as well so yeah. um yeah so I'm just learning how to bring this forward in a positive way to live the life of freedom too so yeah yeah, yeah it's sometimes we get a little bit of a slap don't we like I got a big slap 
uh, because I think it's the empath way, isn't it? That you, you care so deeply about people and you, we do tend to, as women as well, I know there's male empaths out there, but women as well, we're just so looking after everybody, especially when you have kids or if you've got a partner and it's all about them and then you suffer, um, it's got to be the other way around because you have to fill your tanks before you can even think about uh, caring for other people, otherwise you're depleting yourself. And it's also really important, isn't it, with who you have surrounding you in your life. It's a really big one. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. And it's, it is that, like, feeling, and that's part of one of the Hawaiian principles that we teach with our work, um, but it's called, like, mana, all power comes from within. So it's about yeah. feeling your cup first and what fills you and finding what nourishes and fills you and then allowing that love to ripple to others. So yes. it's like I have to walk my talk now. <laughs> you. Yes. It's great. It's great in a way. I mean, you've, you've been really lucky, Catherine. I really feel that yeah. you've, you know, you, you got it early. You, you were very lucky. You got it for free. Um, oh. You know, four months, you've just been on this fucking big, and now you're at the other end and you're wanting to be of service to others who perhaps have gone through it or other traumas like this and you've learnt so much and now you're just like this beacon of, well, let me help you. So it, it's like how I feel with the cancer. It's It's been the biggest challenge, the hardest journey, yet on so many levels the most rewarding thing that's ever happened to me because it's like you said it peels away so much because you have to deal with your shit don't you? you have to look at your stuff you have to deal with your emotional body and even though yours wasn't caused by uh you know it was caused by something foreign and not a foreign object but you still you know we still have to go through these um experiences maybe there's a reason why it was in the breast that you got them put in and that that happened i don't know because this also what i've come to understand is that this doesn't have happen to everyone that has implants yeah, seems yeah. to be not everybody gets this so that's true and i know what you mean and that's where i feel it's about awareness so for me yeah. because i've done a lot of massage and hawaiian healing massage um, includes the stomach and chest which is like the heart space and because we hold a lot of emotions and grief in our chest area and with the stomach a lot of emotions so from receiving massage and 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 teaching and, and doing it for work um, and also I did a silent retreat at the beginning of the year a 10-day Vipassana as you know you've done that too <laughs> okay. awesome. um, yeah. but that also for me gave awareness of my body so without that that's the main message I feel that um, women need to know is just be in touch with your body and if something doesn't feel right, just to check in because we all have our own story and our own journey and yes. not everyone, like I'm not, I can't say that everyone will be affected by implants because I don't know. I'm not a doctor or everyone, but everyone knows their own body. So, Great. yeah, just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so you're, yeah. you're pretty open to... Um, you know, being there for women who've had a gone down a similar path, that maybe you can give some wisdom and knowledge and and help with this if yeah. they contact you. 
Yeah, definitely. And and for me as well, that's where where um, the two girls that helped me was Kira Lee and Kendall, and they're my Earth Retreat business partner that we're in the process the of creating. Oh, I know we're the new KKKs. <laughs> but yes, it's we're not. reversing. No, but it's with love. We're all yeah. um, those, the two girls. <laughs> Um, when I actually first saw my implant was the first, the problems with my implants is when we saw our first retreat for earth retreats that we're creating. Um, so for us, we feel with this happening as part of our journey to really help, um, people through the work we do and retreats and everything, because we're so passionate to help heal and yeah, get people through this as well. So definitely we, it's like a hundred percent we want to help people. So awesome yeah. mm -hmm. i'll leave details yeah. of this um video and um yeah so people can get in touch with you and i really thank you for your time catherine and thanks for talking about a subject that's you know um i think it's really important that more women are aware so that they can just like you just said just check in with their body see if there's anything weird that doesn't make sense and they've had doctor maybe say to them you know you, you're all right it's in your head you know, because that's happened before. Um, so really to check in with themselves and just, um, you yeah, not not get too like, ah, it's going to happen to us, but but just, um, yeah, just check it out. Yeah, I agree. Thank you so much. It's so nice Thanks. talking to you. Yeah, it's been Thanks. cool. You weren't nervous at all. You are just like so natural. You're so natural. You make it so oh, natural. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> have, have an awesome um, day. Thanks again. You and too. Uh, we'll, we'll be in touch soon. Awesome. Lovely. Lovely. Bye. Bye.